Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'm out here strolling along as usual, finding that love of Christ that He gives me every time I seek it. The more I seek it, the more He gives it to me. Well, my Father's just the greatest thing ever, and love is the purpose. Who would buy into that, friend? that the purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience. Why would anybody believe that in this world? Well, I'll tell you, because Jesus taught me that. Well, because he had this secret message, and if you do what he said, well, you end up finding a higher truth, and this higher truth is just the best truth there is. There's just no greater truth. And that's what I spend my days thinking about except when I don't well I haven't said this in a while but as usual I used to say it was that I don't expect you to believe a word I say that I come to speak the truth of love and the love of truth which is what my father gives me and well it doesn't make any sense to people that are seeking to know the world but if you want to know that Jesus if you want to know my Father, if you want to know your true purpose, your true purpose is to come to know love by experience, but the only way to truly get to know that is to get to know the firstborn Son, which will then lead you to the Holy Spirit, which then will be the bridge to the kingdom. And that's what I found is, I found this kingdom, and it doesn't mean much to other folks, and well, it only has the meaning it has, but it has the meaning that I want. Because it has the meaning I want, I choose what it is I'm given because there's just nothing else to choose. This Holy Spirit has given me a new life. One that doesn't have a whole lot to do with what the world wants of me, just what my Father wants of me and what I want of myself. And that is to do for him what it is I'd want done for myself. You see, we're kind of like in a relationship. Kind of like people marry one another. I've kind of married this thought of Christ. And, well, when you talk about love, that gets to be a really hairy thing because love means so many different things to so many different people. And so you can't understand that love unless you understand it through that Christ, because, well, he taught you how to truly understand what love was. But he gave us all kind of examples, and, well, he said that it came through the... salvation came from the Jews because they had a system set up that could hold the thought of God, which was Jesus the Christ. And what happens is, well, when you get to know this Jesus, you get to see the truth of things. And if you look at it, everything we do is based on that. Marriage, you know, we, uh, well, two people that are not one become one. Even though they're two all along. That's kind of the way it is for the father and the son. Well, the one gives to the other, and they become one even though they're always two. 
but Jesus told you that you could have this. And, but the problem is that if you want this, well, then you have to kind of trade it for the world. It's not because it's wrong, it's because it's right. What Jesus showed me and what the Holy Spirit showed me is that a marriage between two people, well, to have a happy marriage, you have to be willing to sacrifice things. And that's what two people do. They sacrifice half of their own selfishness so that they can give more to their partner. And in it is the experience of love found. And when you don't give up, when things get tough and you keep going, then you end up like my parents seem to be. They've been married over 50 years, and even though they had times where they talked about divorce and they weren't happy, at the end of the day, I always call them two old buzzards that wouldn't know what to do without each other because that's kind of the way it is. They're each their own person, but neither of them are whole without the other, kind of, and I don't know how to explain that. Well, that's kind of what I found in this father of mine through the Holy Spirit. I just kept coming even though I didn't know how to go. And What I find is the further down this path I get, the less I want to go back. And I just am what I am even though I'm nothing at all because, well, I've given the half of me that I didn't want to my father. And he's taken it for me and given me the better half of himself. And even though I have everything, I still have nothing, and it really doesn't matter unless it does. What he gives me is exactly what I need to get through from one moment to the next. And in it, I'm getting this experience of love and joy. And the more faith I have, the more I find. And the more I find, the more I have. And it turns out this path wasn't meant to just understand. It was meant to be discovered. The relationship is self-discovery, yet it is the discovery of the Father and the Son, and the Son and the Father. And Jesus told us that. He said, that Father, well, he's just what he is. And, well, the Father said that for himself when he did talk to Moses. I don't really talk about anything Old Testament or anything other than what Jesus said because nothing else really has any meaning to me. But what he did say to Moses was, I am that I am. And that is the only absolute true statement that was ever made. Because my Father is, we are. And we are whatever it is we choose to be. And This world tells us we're supposed to be one thing and we go be in it and then we're not happy with what we are. But that Jesus told us how to come to a place where we'd happy being what we are, but we couldn't be it on our own, that we'd have to receive this Holy Spirit, that that was the bridge to the kingdom. Friend, I found that to be true. But the world told me I couldn't have it because, well... If anyone believes you, they could have it, then they start seeking it. And if they start seeking it, well, the world won't love you for it. The world wants to love itself. Each person wants to be their own God. 
what happens is when you get to the point where you're suffering enough and you, you really just are tired of all the fear and the pain that selfishness brings, then when you're ready to hate that selfishness in yourself, then you're ready to receive this Holy Spirit. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus gave you the ability to find this truth. But he gave you a whole list of commands of things to do, including forgive everyone else, including those who hate you, because in their judgment, it's your own. But if you're willing to let go of their judgment, then my father's then ready to let go of yours. But he can't let go of your judgment until you're ready to let go of it for yourself. And that's what Jesus said. He t said all these things, but people put that John 3.16 in their mind and let everything else go because that's what they've been taught to do. That's because, well, they were listening to the world and quite often that church was teaching you how to make more to give more to them. And I'm not saying they're wrong or right. <clears throat> if they're using that money to take care of my father's children and they're a blessing to my father, well then... Surely they were right, unless they were wrong, because both are true, neither are. What I'm getting at here is that Jesus was said to be the Word of God. And therefore, if Jesus is the Word, the only way to really eat his body and drink his blood is to eat those words and to get to know them like you've known nothing in your life. And that's what I've found. I've found that, well... What brought me peace was me trying to figure out what it is he was saying and stop listening to what everybody else was saying about what he said because what everybody else said isn't what he was saying. I'm watching all kind of people in this world talking about how it's okay to be selfish and keep more for yourself and receive this kingdom in your death and that isn't what Jesus said. He said quite the opposite of that. He said that to be my disciple, you will have to even come to hate yourself. What he meant was your own selfishness. And the only way to let that go is to choose this love of the Father. And if you like the truth you have, then you're not going to listen to mine. But that's what Jesus said. Jesus said that I didn't come for those in need of... Uh, I came for those in need of a doctor, not those that were well already. However, a lot of people think they're well and they're not well at all. But it doesn't matter because each of us have that choice, that free will to decide what it is we want. What happens is in order to exist in this world <coughs> and not have our uh, heart ripped out, we have to let it turn back to stone if we don't follow this message of the Christ. Because I'll tell you, you can... Jesus can give you a heart of flesh, and the world can take it away again. But Jesus told you that in parable after parable, where he talked about that he planted seeds in the soil, and in some soil it was thorn, the thorns grew up and choked it out, and others he planted in shallow soil, and it withered away. But then some fell on the path and got trampled on. But then some seeds that fell in good soil, and they grew. And you will know them by their fruit, because 
Well, they're not of this world. They're about the love of Christ. and They're busy being servants, servants somewhere. And you might not even know that they are because, well, Jesus said, give you gifts in secret. So a lot of times, folks are doing what they're supposed to by giving it in secret because they've discovered this fact that when you give it in secret, well, you don't get all prideful and that thought of Satan just loses its power over you because the more credit you get, the more credit you have. And friend, that's the reason I spend a lot of my time in the woods because my father's made it clear to me that if I take the credit that he gives me and then I flaunt it, well then, he'll take it away again. And it's not because he's angry at me, but it's because I allow that thought of Satan to puff me up like a rooster and make me think I'm something. And friend, understand this. I am nothing. It is my Father who is all things for me. And he can be all things for you too. But it's a choice you have to make, and the only way to make it is to choose it. Faith is something that's developed. It's grown. It's like a talent you find. You find this faith in God through the message of Jesus. You do what he said and asked, and you start finding this higher truth. And because you find a truth you love more than the one you had, well, you keep watering that truth until it grows in. And it'll be like a mustard seed, friend. If you're like me and you come from the dark, well then that seed in you is just a tiny little thing and you don't even hardly know you have it. In fact, you might not know you have it at all, but I'm telling you, if you plant it and you water it, it'll grow and it'll be just like Jesus said. That tiniest of all seeds will grow into a mustard tree, which is the greatest of them, where the birds will perch in its branches. And those birds will be my father's children that need a place to rest and you will give them rest in whatever way he asks and that doesn't mean you have everybody living at your house <laughs> it means that you give them rest in him by doing whatever thing he calls you to some feed the hungry some clothe the naked some minister to those in prison some do many things. There's many different things to do to help one another in this planet, friend. But Jesus told you to him much is given, much is required. And him that gives nothing, even what he has, will be taken away. Now, he wasn't talking about this um, money stuff because you all worried about money. I, if you are, if you're not, that's great because, well, you shouldn't be. Because money doesn't bring joy and love. It only is a vehicle to give the love that he gives to you because truly when you believe in him for something and he gives it to you the true gift was the love my father's given me things and well some of them I don't even have anymore they went right in that flood and I mean they were direct gifts I don't know how to explain that to you it doesn't even matter because it's irrelevant but what I lost I didn't lose because the gift he gave me was not what I received. It was the way that I received it. It was the miracle behind it. The miracle that produced it. And that's what I hold on to in my heart. See, it doesn't matter about whether I have any of the things I gained. What I gained was the gift he gave, and that was the love that was behind the gift that I received. And that's the only thing that really matters at this point, because when I have a hold of that, 
no matter what else goes, nothing's gone. Because I have a greater love and a greater joy and a greater truth and isn't mine, it's his, and because it's his, it's mine. And if I declare it so, then he'll declare it for me, but if I don't declare it, he won't declare it for me, and therefore I can't declare it for you. And that's what Jesus said. He said, he who denies me before men, I will deny before my Father. And well, I'm not going to deny him before men so that he doesn't deny me before the Father. It's not that my Father's angry with you. If you haven't figured it out by now that, well, it was said that my Father knew the end in the beginning, which means he knew even before that fruit was put in the garden what we were going to do with it. So exactly how can he be angry at himself? And well, if he's angry at himself, we don't stand a chance in hell, friend. That's the truth. But these are truths that you can't look at if you don't get to know that Jesus because he showed you the way to find it. And the only way to really connect with all this is through that Holy Spirit because these questions man can't answer. Only the Spirit can. The Spirit of my Father can reveal to you the truth and the purpose of the world, which is to come to know love by experience if you choose it for yourself. But if that isn't your choice, then it's not His. Because it's not His, it won't be yours at the end of the age. And it isn't right or wrong, it just is. It's what we chose for ourselves, and because we choose it for ourselves, He chooses it for us. But I'm not talking about this eternal hell like most folks are. A lot of them, well, they, they're listening to men that got educated by men. Jesus said you had to become willing to die in order to live. And he who gives his life will receive it. Well, friend, I gave it and I've received it. And I can't prove it to you any more than anything else. But it doesn't even matter. Because the only truth I have is the one that my father gives me. And the one my father gives me is the one I have. And it's the one I needed because I'll tell you what, I couldn't understand this love of God because if God was going to send me to an eternal hell for screwing up when if you knew what he did had done to me as a child, well, let's just say that I was not born into great joy. Even though I was, my parents were great, but, you know, things happen to you, to children and they keep their secrets, and he told you what you do to a child, and you might as well just take a millstone tied around your neck and jump overboard into the water. Because the price you're going to pay is the one you've got coming. It is what it is. Yet, on the other hand, if you've got that millstone tied around your neck, now is a good time to find this love of Christ. Because all of that guilt, suffering, and pain that you're dealing with can go away if you choose it for yourself. My father knows why people do what they do. People judge each other. They don't see that what they're doing to each other has been done to them. And Well, this whole world wants to lay blame on somebody so they don't have to take any blame for themselves. Friend, we've all got the blame. Jesus told us that. We were born of evil because we were born of selfishness. And because we keep our selfishness, well, we cause suffering for each other. And because we cause it for each other, we cause it for ourselves. 
but that Jesus gave us a message that told us that be glad I go to the Father because I go to the Father the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth will come to you and he said even though what I tell you is true you can't bear the whole truth right now but when the Spirit Truth comes to you he will reveal all truth which turns out is pretty much none at all because <laughs> every truth he's given me is taken away and then he gives me another one whatever it is when he wants me to talk at the time I'm talking about it because the kingdom I found is greater than the one he gave he gave it to the spirit to give to me and now I have it and I don't know what to do with it except for give it back to my father so he'll keep giving it back to me and so that goes back to me having nothing and everything for it, having everything and nothing for it. I don't know how to explain these things. They just are what they are. That's why Jesus gave you that kingdom in parables, see, because it was never meant to be understood by man. It was meant to be understood by the Spirit. He who connects with his Father in this thought of the love of Christ then ends up with a higher truth which is love, peace, and joy. But it comes with forgiveness. But forgiveness received is uh, forgiveness given. And he who gives no forgiveness, well, doesn't keep what the gift forgiveness he had received. But see, a lot of people don't know that because they didn't really read Jesus and understand what Jesus was saying. And now Jesus said that that servant owed his master a lot of money and his that servant was going to get sold for the debt since he couldn't repay it. And he, had, he said, have mercy on me, Father, have mercy on me. So the master said, well, I will take mercy on you. And he gave him mercy. And then that servant went out, found a servant that owed him money, and said, I want my money. And that servant couldn't produce it. Well, that servant beat that other servant and demanded payment and had him thrown in prison until he paid him back. Well, it turns out that somebody reported that back to the master and then that servant that was, had been given forgiveness had his forgiveness taken away and then he too was thrown in prison until he could pay his debt. So, the truth is, though, that the Father isn't your master, he's your servant. But until you come to understand this love of Christ, you can't understand that Jesus said to be greatest in the kingdom, you have to be a servant's servant. Well, I'm telling you, my Father's the greatest in his own kingdom. And he is the greatest servant of all. Yet you can't understand this until you understand that love of Christ, because, well, love gives to another what it seeks for itself selfishness takes everything and gives nothing for it so that's the reason I've just given this world up because well selfishness caused me nothing but suffering my whole life and at the end of the days it doesn't really matter what I got what I have is what's in my heart and what's in my heart is my father's and since it's his it's mine and because it's mine it's his and therefore I have nothing and everything for it and everything for it even though it's nothing what can I tell you these truths don't make any sense. 
the things that can't be put into words because the spirit has to give it to a person. And a man can have it and a woman can have it because they're, they're, they're equal. So, well, friend, I think I've just said enough. These are the truths my father gives to me, and he gives me a lot more, but I just can only give whatever he gives to me to give to you at the moment that I have it, because when I'm done giving it, he's just going to take it from me and give me something else. But know this, that you are not who you were. You are who you are at the moment you choose it for yourself, but the only way to choose something that you're not is to let that which is be it for you. Because in that Revelations, it called that thought of Satan what is that is not. And that thought of Satan is, but it is not. Because the only thing that is, is my Father. Yet in creation, he created a thought to betray himself. Which is to betray you, so that you may know the truth of who you are, so that he may know the truth of who he is. And even though that makes no sense, it makes all sense. And therefore, who gets to know the Father got to know the Son. Because they know one, they know the other. Because he told you. If you've known me, you know my Father. And if you know my Father, then you know me. So I'm telling you, just go get down with that message of Jesus. Don't let anybody tell you what it is he said. Not even me. Don't listen to a word I say to tell you the truth, friend. Unless it sounds true to you. And if it sounds true to you, then hear what I'm saying and then go back to that Bible with what Jesus said and read and you start seeing if what I'm saying is true or if what the church is saying is true. I don't care what truth you find. Either one you find, you'll still find a greater truth and a greater love. But for me, as long as that eternal hell existed in my mind, I could not be free of the, this world because, well, if I had to fear my father, the only thing that could save me was the love that would condemn me. And I had to be free to that so that I could see the truth of who I am in him. And when I found it in him, I found it in me. And he gave it to me, so I give it to him. And what I've got is what I have, even though I have nothing at all. Except what I do. <laughs> I don't know, friend. Sometimes I talk into this thing and I just laugh at myself because I know people are listening to it going, are you kidding me? What is this guy trying to say? I tell you, every truth is lie and every lie is the truth and nothing really matters except what matters to you and whatever matters to you is what's going to matter to my father. Unless he comes to matter more to you than the world, then you'll end up because he matters to you, you'll matter to him, and the love you seek will be the love you find. But it becomes a personal choice. Each man makes that choice, or each woman, each person. All right, friend. Well, just know because my Father loves you, I love you. And may God bless you and yours. <laughs>